And you're listening to Ink Studs on CITR 101.9 FM. This is the radio show about comics. It is about, what time is it? About 2, oh, it's a little late. Is it 2.06 or 2.09? I've got two different clocks here. I don't know. Uh, 2.07. 2.07, okay, there we go. I have uh, two swell guests today. Both have been on the show before. Um, Jordan Crane was on, I guess it was just last summer, was it? Uh, it wasn't long ago. It wasn't long ago. I think it was, yeah, it was last year late. And Sammy was on, Sammy Harkham, the other fellow on the phone, uh, was on, um, I guess. Uh, December, I think. Yeah, December last year, or a year before last. So. Um, I sprawled since we last spoken. Yes, but things are better now. We're talking again. <laughs> Uh, thank you both for joining me today. Um, I guess sure. the main thing we're talking about is a new site that Jordan's put together, um, What Things Do, yep. uh, um, which is uh, kind of a webcomic site, but I feel it's a little different than regular webcomic site. And maybe that's just my own thing. Um, well, it's... Uh, I, I, I would like to hear what Robin... Yeah, yeah. Let's hear. <laughs> yeah, let's hear because I, yeah, I mean, you know, I've got my own ideas about it, but uh, let's, yeah, let's hear what you what you have to say about it. First. Well, um, for me, and maybe it's bad because I haven't even looked at Activate. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that now. I have not looked at Activate, which is the New York thing that uh, Dean Haspiel puts together with a bunch of folks. But for me, it's just so nicely laid out because you got the big wide pages, mm-hmm. and you don't have to click anything to bring up the page again you want to read that whole comic and it's right there you can read the whole comic and just scroll yeah. down kind of like uh what dash did with body worlds yeah body world totally i mean yeah i, I mean it's it's in terms of reading vertically it's no different than what i did like i don't know god it must have been it was like 1999 or 2000 um, I, I started the first time I ever did web com- web comics was on the uh, the High Water website I think or was it on my own website? High Water. It was a long time ago. But vertical scrolling, I was like, this is the thing that makes the most sense because you don't have to you don't have to click you know you know and it's it's easier to set up mm-hmm. you know you don't have to go next page next page um, and that's kind of a pain in the ass to do the next and page. It totally disrupts reading. You know, it having does. to wait for pages to load endlessly. Mm-hmm. But that was that was um, honestly something that way back when the first time I tried web comics, um, I didn't put any thought into it. It was just kind of like the easiest in terms of the back end. Like I didn't want to have to deal with a bunch of junk. You know, having to program this page and that page and the other thing. And I think actually, like with the Red Ink site, I actually had just resorted to programming next page, next page, because I'd seen a lot of comics like that. And it wasn't, I, anyway, I did it without a lot of thought. This time... Jordan always goes with lazy, laziness first. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> laziness like, approaches. That's what well, I want, go no, I, seriously, I did want laziness on the back end. I was like, the last time I spend messing around with, uh, you know, putting things up, 
the more time I'm going to be drawing comics. Like, I don't want to be noodling on a website all my life. Which, I just want to say something really quick, because, I mean, it's fun. I'm cutting cardboard. Yes, exactly. Like, um, Jordan, you probably have done the most complex... And even still, when you... I guess you're not doing many comics anymore, but when you do, they're all silkscreen covers, and, like, there's certain high aesthetic value in the construction of the work you do. So hearing the minimal workload for the webcomics, it's... Well, uh, you know, it's about choosing your battles. I've, uh, I mean, believe me, I'm never going to do another non-number five. That was, uh, that was a tragedy of errors. I mean, really, <laughs> I, I, I started out not intending... To do some tragedy of errors. Come on. Uh, but no, but I mean, with the website, I mean, we're making jokes, but I mean, the non clicking through turned out to be, you know, the easiest way of doing something, but also the best way. Mm-hmm. Sort of stumbled on that, right, Jordan? Well, well, okay, wait, wait, wait. That said, I'm not saying that about this website. Like, right. I'm saying okay. previously I had done the scrolling thing because it was easy. And then when I approached, when I started thinking about how am I going to do things for this website, I was, I very systematically set out looking at how comics were put online. Mm -hmm. And I just made a big long list of everything I hated and why reading comics online sucked. Because I don't like reading comics online. I, I was like, why do I like reading comics in a book, but I hate it online. And one major factor of that was the clicking, was the, I mean, look at it like this. <clears throat> when you're reading a comic book, you're in the story. You turn the page, you're still in the story. You turn the next page, you're still in the story. Your attention and your relationship with that story does not get broken. Whereas on a webcomic, the typical for a page per for a one-page-per-page webcomic, or even one of those fancy flash things where it's a double-page spread and you click, the typical way of reading it... um, I'm just going to talk about the one-page-per-page comic. The typical way of reading that, because of the way the screen is, is you'll start at the top of the page. Your eye will be in the comic, and your eye will go across the top of the comic. And then, assuming that you don't have to move your eye from the comic. You have one of those, like, drag pads, you know, that is new. Or not new, but, you know, you can use your mouse to scroll down or something. You don't have to move your eye out of the comic, but you will kind of, your finger will twitch and move the page down. And you'll get to the end of the comic. Then you have to take your eye, find the next button, move your mouse to the next button, click the next button, wait for the page to load, at which point you're back in the comic again. And that, maybe that wouldn't be so bad if it was like every 80 pages, you know, or every mm. chapter where you naturally take a breath. But when it's in the middle of some story being related, some action unfolding, when it's in the middle of something, it really just chops that action up and undermines everything that is trying to happen within that story. It's like flipping your laser disc every chapter. Instead of oh, yeah, exactly. No, that's, every that's great. Yeah, it's like watching a movie and then every, like, three minutes having to click another file <laughs> to watch that movie. Seriously, I mean, it's no different than that. Well, and I mean... So that, was, that right there, that alone was a huge thing 
So I said, fine, done. Wow, that's easily solved. Vertical scrolling, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's not much to it. Another, another aspect of it was um, size. Uh, for some reason, practically no comics, or none, actually, are the full width. Yeah. Most, most web comics are, like, what, two panels wide? Yeah. They're not, they're not wide. I mean, either, but, but they're not even the full width of the screen. They're small, and then there's a bunch of, like, you know, there's side navigation and all that other sort of thing. And, what is uh, the average you know, monitor I, size? Is there, like, a, what are the statistics on that anyway? I'm sure well, you 960, that's the, that's the width of the New York Times website. I just, I, I mean, it's the New York Times goes 960. I figured that was a pretty good gauge of what modern monitors are mostly capable of. Of the yeah. folks that read. The New York Times. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a, it's a very popular website. It's hit by, you know, I'm sure hundreds of thousands of people a day. You know, right. so they they've probably taken the time to say, what is the most popular width of a, you know, monitor? So 960 works for them. I just took 960 and said, okay, great. Um, full width. Why not? You know, figure out the navigation. It's not like you need navigation when you're in the middle of the story. Hopefully you're not thinking, what else can I look at while you're reading a story? Well, I mean, that's that's a big difference between the... And here's probably my pet peeve of webcomics, is where it's not necessarily focused on story as much... And I'll get arguments from webcomics folks, but it, it is about a page-by-page thing. You have the, you know, the last panel gag. It's like a Johnny Ryan comic, almost... Um, I don't understand that. Well, the, I'm thinking of the uh, small press Johnny Ryan stuff. The like the oh, new oh, character. Oh, oh, so it's oh, I see what you're saying. So yeah, well, I mean, a, there's it, a lot of great web comics that are not um, long stories. Like, yeah. I mean, my favorite is Heart of Vagrant. That's awesome, and it's uh, those are like you know those are traditional strips, and they're hilarious, um, and they don't need to be you know any more than like you you read one, you get to the like. End, and then you know if you you can click next without interrupting an experience. Yeah, because well, it makes it also. I mean, it makes sense if someone's you know doing stuff, uh, you know, a page a week, and that's how they're posting it or whatever. You know, like, but it's it, once you start looking at it as an archive, that's where a blog can get funny. You know, a blog or or starting to, where every page is its own. Each page of your strip is its own page that you need yeah. to click through. That's where I think it starts becoming very unwieldy, you know. And it's also the um, one thing I, I think you had some challenge with was doing the the proper ordering when you post stuff too, so it doesn't pop to the top. Right. Right. So well, I mean that was I mean that was a whole other aspect of it because okay, going back to the laziness thing. Usually when I approach something, <laughs> I go, "What's worked?" <laughs> so I don't have to reinvent something that works. So I look around and try to find what works. And there is no precedent for, uh, or none that I could find, for serializing things on a blog. You know, Mm. like presenting this and then this and then this, and then somehow still being able to read it all in order. So, I mean, it was this whole kind of like, I mean, it's pretty basic when you go up to the website. It's all just like, bleh, which... Which is what, what makes it kind of novel in a weird way. That it's a comic website that's basic. Well, I you know, know it doesn't that. have a million bells and whistles all over it, like most. Yeah, but it was it was this whole problem that I had to kind of go all the way through to kind of get to a 
you know, what is up there is, is just like, I mean, it's stupid, simple. Well, and it's also like you could probably look at when you started designing the What Things Do website, you probably just had to look at every other comic's website and be like, okay, this is everything I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So that art automatically, like, you know, cuts off so many options. You yeah, know? Exactly. It's almost like a yeah. process of elimination of what to do, you know, with right. designing something like this. And, I mean, another thing that was guiding was just, like, focus on the art first and um, focus on the experience of the story first and then put everything, make everything else fit that rather than vice versa. Mm-hmm. Make everything else experience, make everything else fit into the necessary constraints to experience a story as richly as possible. So if that means there's no side navigation or if that means there's no, uh, you know, whatever, click next, you know, so I get maximum ad exposure or whatever, you know. And that's, yeah, and that is a big reason why a lot of webcomics site have that kind of click next, click next, is the fact that you will, I don't know to how many infinite time, maximize your click potential. (laughs) Right, your ad viewing. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, and... Which isn't to say that, you know, that that isn't something that I am considering and working on for the website. I mean, right now there's no money aspect of it. But, you know, that's, that is something that is in the works. You know, I'm, I'm figuring out how that is going to play into things, and I'm working on that. Because that is certainly, you know, I, I certainly would like for it to be a, a place where artists would make money for their mm-hmm. work. You know, I think that would be that that that's very important to me um and uh but it has to be of course done in a way that doesn't compromise work so that's you, why I haven't just like charged ahead <laughs> you know Google AdSense, go for it, just put it on the page, you know no, I'm not yeah, it's not going to work, so let's figure some way that it it'll both make money and not compromise the art mm-hmm. and which, I mean, you know, hey, books do that just fine. Yeah. <laughs> you sell a book, there's the book, it's done, it's made money, it's not compromised. Yeah, you know what I mean? You don't have to click something to turn the page. Right, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a perfect solution, and that's why I'm looking for that. I'm How do e-readers do it? Pardon? I haven't looked at any e-readers. How do those... Do you just go scroll down, scroll down, scroll down? Oh, oh, the site totally doesn't display on, like... No, but I mean, if oh, you... Oh, e-readers? You mean like... Kindle? Yeah, like Kindle and stuff like that. Do they... I, I haven't even bothered looking okay. at comics on a Kindle because the resolution isn't good enough. I mean, I mean books, too. Um, those, you just turn the page. Okay. You, it's like with Kindle, you tap the side... Uh, there's a, you know, either side of the screen. Um, you tap a button and it uh, just goes to the next page. I mean, that's it's seamless. It's great. I mean, as far as reading a book, a Kindle is... Is awesome, totally workable. I should say. There we go. Not it doesn't it doesn't compromise the text. Now, yeah. let's talk about the stuff you have on the site itself. Um, it's interesting because uh, I mean, for both of you guys, a lot of the work that you've been posting um, is all, for the most part, pretty hard, hard to find stuff, and you kind of stuck it all up there for folks yeah. to check out. Well, you know. Why not? Why not? Um, is this like kind of looking at a way of putting stuff back in a print without having to, I guess, go through the trouble of having to put stuff back in a print? I mean, uh, 
Jordan, do you want to answer this, or do you want me to, um, want me to go yeah. first? I, I mean, it's, it's not, well, no, obviously, it's not putting anything back into print, but it's making the work accessible to, <laughs> <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> but, and that's part of the beauty of it, it's that now everybody can read it. Um, mm-hmm. For right now, no charge at all, no cost at all. And when there is a cost, it's going to be so minimal that it's it's going to be like buying you know two books or whatever. You know, it's it, it's it's okay for me. For me, you know, it was it was just a matter of like not having a like a website or a, a, like a personal blog or anything like that. And just wanting to have the stuff available for the people who want to browse it, you know. Yeah. Which to me, to reading to read something online, even when it's presented large like it is on WhatThingsDo.com, it's to me it's not the same as reading it on paper. But you get a sense of it, you know. You can you can look at it. Uh, I think it's useful, you know, if you if you let's say you're on the fence about an artist, you know, it's like the same as going to a library and taking out someone's book instead of going and buying it and then being disappointed, you know? So I thought it couldn't hurt at all to have everything all in one place. Mm-hmm. So when Jordan asked me, the timing was just kind of perfect, considering that a lot of the stuff that I've done, you know, it's sort of scattered all over the place or isn't available. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, and the site to me looked like a great way of presenting it because it wasn't, it wasn't going to say... You know, if you enjoyed this strip by Sammy, you're going to love this strip by, you know, Dick Suckerman, you know, <laughs> or whoever, that, whoever I don't want to be next to. Or yeah. you know, the, the whole collective thing can be a very terrifying thing. I think most cartoonists or most artists are resistant to that, you know. And I just loved how it was just really like if you wanted to go there just to read one cartoonist and just hone in on that one cartoonist. And, you know, read their bio or, or follow any links towards other websites, other stuff they have, read a handful of their work or all their work, you know, um, but not pay attention to anything else. I thought that was really great. And it had a lot of integrity, you know, if you can even use that word for a website. Um, and it just seemed like a great way of, of showing the work. And I don't think it'll hurt as far as, like, book sales or, like, you know, it's always, I think the first time anyone puts work on a, uh, online, there's probably this weird feeling of like, oh my God, like, am I now not going to sell any more books? But my feeling was that if you really love the strips, you know, if they're ever collected, you'll want to buy the book, you know? But um, it's more, and basically uh, everything's free anyway if you go to a library, you know? Quote Boston, it's more than a feeling. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> no, I mean, it's more than a feeling. More than a feeling. Exactly. Thank you. Um, right. Before I did the website, I that was something I looked into a lot. In fact, that was kind of like one of the germs for the website. Which what? Was, what are you talking about? The you said I, I have this feeling. You know, a lot of you know. I had this feeling that if I put everything online and somebody liked the strip, they'll buy the book. And I'm saying it's more than a feeling, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, like you know, like the Akewood bo- book sold really well. And, uh, you know, Body Every- World is coming out as a book, you know? So, I mean, I don't feel like, it, I didn't feel like it's going to hurt things. If anything, people who aren't familiar with my work or don't really like my work, this is a way for them just to read it and get a sense of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think for people who like my work, it's just a sort of bonus. Like, oh, okay, I've got it now as a JPEG. 
you know, or if I want to read it or if I want to email it to somebody or whatever, I can. And that's fine, you know, and they'll probably buy the books, you know. I say that now putting up work that's all old. You know, Jordan's in the process of putting up new work. And then I know when I start posting new work on there, if I decide to do that before the books come out, that's also good. There's going to be a bit of like, you know, there's going to be that pause before I click, you know, enter or whatever. Yeah. But here's the thing. It is, it is a little bit terrifying when... You know, you we're, we're make so little of the cartoon anyway, but it's, as Jordan's trying to butt in and say... <laughs> I need to. Hold on. <laughs> Listen. So go ahead. Go ahead, Jordan. I know. This is... This is... This isn't, like, something crazy. It's, like, this is totally evidence-based. <laughs> Everything I've read about people posting new work, and it's mainly authors, mainly text. Well, it's all text, right? Right. Posting mm. new work either in whole or in part, to be read for free online has either increased their book sales over their previously published work, or it has not hurt it. That's interesting, because I would think with text, would be that wouldn't be the case at all, you know? Well, there you uh, go. I feel like we're lucky with because we make art. Like, pe- art always looks better on paper, you know. Well, and that I think that's a very, very good point. You know, I mean, with with yeah, with text, it's a lot easier to read it digitally. Well, doesn't but, Cory Doctorow have all his stuff yeah. available? You can just download it. Yeah, but I mean, he he's got. I mean, a f- he also has like. I mean, he he is a very big proponent of that. And there's a lot of you know from Boing Boing. There, it, Boing Boing's a great research or a great. Uh, uh, resource for looking into, you know, the idea of freely available work not hurting the artist's, uh, you know, income. Mm -hmm. And they themselves started out as a magazine as well. Yes. Well, I've got a a bigger, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It was printed. Yeah. Yeah. It was. He was a, uh, Fraunfelder was a a zine dude. I've got one, uh, an old one with a uh, Danny Hellman cover. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good old um, Danny. Like yeah. Adolf Hitler in socks or something. <laughs> when I think of his work, it's really <laughs> funny drawings of like, you know, Nazis playing chess. And, and the thing is, they're all Danny. They're just, you know, they're oh, all... great. I love his drawing. That guy. Yeah. Incredible drawer. It's. Uh, I, I've been to his place, and he has all these crazy. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I'm going to do a quick song break because we're about half past the hour. Any, okay. Anything you want to hear from your selection? Jordan? No, you, you, you're the DJ. Okay, I'm going to play the Maluta, uh, or Maluto Astak. Go ahead, say the name. Okay, we'll be right back. It's Dud, CITR 101.9 FM. <laughs> Thank you. 
Ink Studs, CITR 101.9 FM. I am joined by Jordan Crane and Sammy Harcum. Um, how are you guys doing? Good. 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 <laughs> I'm making sure everyone's still happy. Uh, the conversation was getting a little heated there for a minute. Uh, that's how Sammy and I normally talk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God bless. Sammy loves it. God bless. I, th- I think Sammy was bringing it on just as much as uh, you are. Yeah. <laughs> now, so web, you know, web comics it really brings out people's fighting spirit. <laughs> well, it's it's so funny. Like, I I have such an ingrained concept of just such a difference between web comics and print comics. What you guys do, and it's weird in my head, and I still well, have I don't time. think it's. I mean, I find like I think it means different things to different people. You know, mm-hmm. like what. Like, people are going to go to that website. Whatthingsdo.com? Yeah, people are going to go to that website, and I think different people are going to use it in different ways, you know? There's people who are going to go there every day to read stuff as it's being done. I personally, you know, that's not how I normally read stuff online, you know, one page a week of, of, a, of a strip. Um, and I think other people, but, you know, other people love that, and I think other people are going to use it more as a resource. You know, like they'd visit it maybe not every day, maybe once a week, once every couple of weeks, and just read completed strips. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in a way, I don't feel like we're web cartoonists because they, I think, I guess I, I haven't given it any thought, but I would assume a web, someone who defines himself as a web cartoonist would be someone who's thinking of the work existing, you know, mainly for the web. Mm-hmm. You know, you see, I, for me, it's more like, that doesn't, like, a web cartoonist or a print cartoonist, that, that's the medium, right? Like, 
Be, I feel like web cartooning is its own little universe. To me, it's well, kind of no, like web cartooning that, is like kind of like the same thing as like newspaper comics. Like the, it, it's that kind of like they're a form of comics. Do you think they they have a lot? Do you? I mean, are you saying newspaper comics because there's something connecting those two, or you just mean that they're distinct sort of? They're, or something? I, I think maybe both. Um, there's something connecting because they're both based on um, more gag-based or um, right, ongoing. Strip form. If if they're ongoing narratives, they're short sound bites, um, right. and they're not necessarily based on creating a longer um, structured story. For the most part, there may be a couple of comic strips that do uh, like web comics that do. Some structure like, and that, that makes and that makes that a lot awesome. more sense because it's a lot more enjoyable reading experience to mm-hmm. read a four panel gag that's really great, you know, than reading like, you know, four panels of something that ends mid sentence and right. having to well, wait no, twenty four totally hours. I mean, or seven getting days your thing, getting your like daily dose. You know, it's it's nice to complete that experience where there's the last panel is the last panel and you're done instead of being like, oh well, here's here's nine panels. And, <laughs> and uh, I might have to tune in next week to read job, another so nine panels. I mean, we may not see what happens to you know Chip. But that our, said, you know, you know I've I've been following Steve Weissman's thing on on Wednesdays, and I've been really enjoying it. You know, maybe that's just because I'm a cartoonist, but I really like watch like I'm, I. It's not. I mean, it's not. All, it's one page. It's not mm. much, but it's it's. I, you know, personally, I find it very enjoyable, and you know, I, I, I realize it's apples and oranges, but I, I personally enjoy it more than reading, you know, the four-panel strips. One thing that that's kind of striking me to, to what you guys are doing, it kind of removes yourself from being enclosed in a bubble in the way that um, what's happening a lot with folks. It, with cartoonists now, which is kind of different than how it used to be, is they do the graphic novel, quote unquote. Ah, um, and can I talk on that for a little bit? Can, can I just finish my yeah. statement? Uh, <laughs> and they put themselves away for a while, and they work on their graphic novel. And then here's my graphic novel that I've been doing for three years, and I haven't been engaging with the public on the work, and it's kind of coming out of a bubble. And it's here it is. Yeah. Where with what you're doing. Um, well, at least what you're, Jordan, you're particularly doing, Sammy's not sure yet, um, it sounds like, is putting it out there. And, I mean, I don't know if you're engaging response from folks, but you're still um, working out your work in public, I guess. For sure, yeah. And, I mean, it's it's going to change between how it is now and when it sees print. Like, it's, I, I mean, as I do it, you know, it's it's, like, just as I work on a story... I'll go back and be like, okay, there needs to be some narration here. I should get rid of that narration. He should say something different. Like, the story's not done until it's done. Mm-hmm. In the same way people have used their comic book series to, to run, like, a first draft. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, I guess, like, an example of that would have been, like, what? Jimmy Cla- Corrigan. Jimmy Corrigan. Um, right. Yeah, I mean. Or Ghost World. Ghost Claus, I think, yeah. drew a lot of Rebecca's face. When uh, it was finally collected, or uh, Louis Riel, um, sure. When sure. Uh, Chester did that, he had to redraw a bunch of the the faces Astro too. Astro Boy hair. He had to make <laughs> the early chapters. He doesn't have the Astro Boy hair. There we go. The Astro yeah. Boy. Yeah, and and, and it's, 
it's, it's, yeah, it's exactly like that. But I mean, to talk about the graphic novel aspect of it, that's, and okay, something that, this is, this is partly me supposing and guessing and wondering and trying to like create something, but what I'm, what I, what, okay, the way I, I see what was happening in the 80s where it was this very vibrant comics scene where there were a ton of cartoonists, they were all doing a lot of work, and it was all coming out regularly. Constantly. Constantly. Like, you would go to the comic book store and, oh, wow, here's something else to buy, and here's something else to buy, and here's something else. Now it's like you go twice a year, and you're lucky if you walk home with four books. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on your comic store, if they get well, in small print stuff. depending on your comic book store, and if they have a good, you know, zine selection. I mean, but still, you're not walking home with a lot of stuff. And, you're talking about independent comics? Well, obviously, yes. <laughs> I'm not talking about Marvel and, you know, superhero comics. Right. Um, well. <laughs> Don't hate. Right. It's a separate <laughs> conversation. Maybe I have to. to. That's a different conversation entirely. I have no yeah. understanding of superhero comics whatsoever. And that's a totally separate conversation. <laughs> okay, but I'm talking about the kind of comics that Sammy and I are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, stories about regular people that are told in comic form. Or not even regular, just stuff aside from people wearing tights, right? Um, and so what was happening in the 80s was I, I feel like... There were a lot of cartoonists. They were doing a lot of work. And as a cartoonist, looking around and seeing all this work coming out is inspiring and driving because you feel like you need to put your oar in the water. You know, it's, it's this thing that the more people that are working, the more you feel you have to work. And as an artist, I know a lot of people are working, but mm-hmm. I'm not seeing any of it. And I'm not going to see any of it for a long time. Well, it's like the old, like this year, you know, you saw this work by these people, like you saw Mazzucchelli's Asterisk Polyp, you saw Joe Sacco's Footnotes of Gaza, and it's like someone dropped off a bunch of phone books at your door. Right, exactly. And I personally, both as a fan and an artist, really want to see that work and want it to be part of my life uh, on a more regular basis than I'm getting that. Mm-hmm. And so that was one of the things that I'm trying to do with this website and with my own work right away is, here it is. I am now, it is out there. I, it came off my drawing table, I scanned it, and you know, in less than 12 hours you know, since I finished it, it is up on the website. There it is. And, and it's, you know, it's, 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 it's out there. And I personally would love to see that from other artists because, I mean, you know, like with Steve, it, I am so psyched that I know that on Wednesday, there it is, he puts it up there and I can read it. And it's inspiring that he's doing it every week. It's exciting to read and it's something to look forward to and all those things. And it's the regularity that I, you know, am excited about. And I, I, you know, I, I want to get the website to a point where uh, there's, you know, new work every day. And that would make me really excited, both as a fan and, and as an artist. Well, maybe let's chat about some of the folks you are getting 
um, into the site and have on the site. Um, we mentioned uh, Steve Wiseman. Um, also, you got uh, John Porcelino, which is interesting. You just kind of posted a whole issue of King Cat. Yep. On there. Well, it's not quite done yet, but yes. But I'm, I'm kind of interested about the fact that you are posting things like uh, with crickets. Um, those are on there as full issues, or you can read the story separately. Yep. Um, is that to kind of like maintain that idea of of how things are originally presented? I think with the issues, I feel like that is. Um, I mean, you can look at it two ways. Personally, I love comic books. Mm-hmm. Comics are great. I would rather have a comic book than anything else. Now that there's a dearth of comic books in the world, um, you know, I'm looking, trying to do things differently with the website, right? And, but since there are comic books that we're drawing from, you know, we just rearrange some stories, and there you can read the whole comic book in this sort of, like, archival form. Like, there it is. Mm-hmm. And you can, you know, you can read the notes, you can read all the stuff in it, and that's nice. It's nice to be able to have that full experience. And also, it's nice to be able to read individual stories and go around. And, and certainly there's stories up there that haven't been in comic books or, you know, have been in other places. And so, you know, I think there's a necessity for having it organized by story. Mm-hmm. There's that- not such a necessity to have it organized by comic book. But it's, you know, it's easy to do and... It's nice to see the doctor. And that and, and Sammy, that's something I appreciate with your stuff is there's a bunch of stuff from I think one thing was from was it from New York Times or New, the New Yorker the so it ran in uh, it ran in the, an issue of Vice. In Vice, oh, okay. Called, uh, Slightly less classy, sorry. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, depends on who you talk to. <laughs> you know. That that New Yorker story was actually the um first webcomic I ever enjoyed. You mean the Vice one? Yeah. I, when, when Sammy had posted it up on the web on the website, mm-hmm. um, that was the first time I read it. And that was the first way I had seen it. And I felt completely immersed in it as I would have been, or I, as I have been in Sammy's work when I read it on paper. I didn't feel like it was any difference. Mm-hmm. So I felt answer, it was successful. Answer, and, you know, that was Robert's the first time question. I ever like was seeing something totally fresh, you know, on, in the context of the site, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And you know, read it several times, and you know, I think Sammy wants to say something about it. Oh no, no, not about the strip. Okay, just what you were saying before, you know, about putting complete issues. I think you know when you do collections, the things that get dropped are all the sort of ephemeral gags or you know letters and spot drawings and things like that and uh you know and kind of rightly so i suppose when you when you're doing a collection of uh short stories or longer work or something and i feel like what could be good about the website is that again like calling it a resource so that let's say you had let's say you had uh chester brown on there you know or julie Dusay. it's like sure you can buy collections of their work but there's all this other stuff that's never been collected or eight ball yeah. Probably Eight Ball is probably the best example of that because he's done, I mean, he always ran really funny letters, really funny ads, and his, stuff his like that. Pages um, were, his, his, and like in that way, I feel like beautiful. it's really useful. Even if everything's in print, it's great to be able to sort of, I mean, not as, you can't experience it on totally the same level, but, you know, 
you're halfway there at least, you know, being able to read it in the order that it was initially intended as a comic. You know, I don't know. I mean, it's funny. You talk to older cartoonists and they don't really, there isn't much love lost, you know, by the idea of not doing single issues anymore. Yeah. You know, and so it makes you wonder how much they really cared about composing an issue and maybe they weren't giving it that much thought because they were producing so much so often. You know, something like Yummy Fur and 8-Ball, I mean, they came out every four months, you know, consistently. So maybe there isn't, like, there isn't that much uh, care or or, or um, thought going into it, you know? Whereas I think me and some of my friends who do single-issue comics, they kind of obsess over it because it takes so long, you know? Well, I think so I... It's nice to be able to carry that through. I do so think... Chester would probably do comics, but they just the last couple just did not sell at all. And that's also... Is that what he said to you? That's what I seem to remember when we had him on last year, or a couple years ago. Yeah. Interesting. I asked him once, I got a chance to meet him, and I asked him why he didn't run letters in Louis Riel, and he said because he didn't get any. Which I was like, shocked by, you know, because, I mean, incredible book. Um, Maybe he meant no physical letters? I don't know. Well, he doesn't have email. There you go. There we go. Um, And, you know, another example of the great letters, like uh, what they did with the Brunetti book was really nice, with all everyone telling him not to kill himself. (laughs) Right. 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 Now, Sammy, you've got a bunch of, like, little pieces here and there, um, but what I noticed is specifically missing is your longer work, like uh, um, The Poor Sailor... Four Sailor will be on there. You okay. Know, it's just a matter of, you know, just doing everything in order and just yeah. getting it through, you know. So Four Sailor will be on there. I did a strip called Somersaulting that ran in Drawn and Quarterly Showcase. Um, I plan, I mean, even besides the website, I've, 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 I've always planned to sort of revisit that strip mm-hmm. and tweak it a little bit. Um, and when I finally get around to doing that, then it'll go online as well. Um, in the new form. Uh, so yeah, everything. I, I feel like everything will go on there eventually. How's Why po- not? You know. How's Poor Sailor going to be presented? Because I mean, originally in the Kramers, it was a full page of what was it? Four panels. It was four panels with occasional one, and I think that's how we'll sort of do it uh, for the website. So it'll be four panels, you know, nicely spaced, mm-hmm. and then occasionally the one. And just so folks know, I think that's a good enough. I think that's a good enough reading. You know, uh, I mean, it's. I think I sort of shot myself in the foot even releasing it as a one panel a page book. Yeah. Because I don't have a preference, but everyone I speak to seems to have a preference or an opinion on which one's better. You know, (laughs) and I should have just made a decision and just sort of stuck with it. (laughs) Um, But uh, I think I think uh, for the web it'll be four panels on your screen, you know, and then you'll scroll down to another four, you know? I think that makes sense. Just the one long scroll of, like, you know, just of one panel on your screen, like, as you scroll down, I mean, those drawings aren't good enough that they should be blown up to 12 inches wide anyway. And, uh, you know, it's just be so long. you just be like the long... <laughs> the panel, 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 panel. Yeah, because it's one panel, one like panel, hundred or would get a little rough. Fifty, one hundred and twenty uh, pages. So that's about one hundred and twenty, you know, one hundred and twenty panels. I don't know, but yeah, 
Whatever. Keep scrolling Scroll a lot. Up here. It's old. What are you even thinking about old stuff? <laughs> uh, uh, I go to school. I'm a historian. <laughs> right. I'm all about no, archiving. I'm, I'm but you know, whatever. I mean, it'll it'll probably be the four with occasional one, unless Jordan has some ideas. No, we've already talked and about him. Totally. Is that what we decided on? Yeah, I think that's what we decided. On. Okay. It sounds good. I think it's great. I think it's, it's perfect. Yeah, done. Done. Sold. Um, now I don't know if, what how much you want to say. You got crickets uh, number three coming out. Is it for uh-huh. TCAF? Hopefully. Hopefully. That's what I'm shooting for. So that would be uh, beginning of May. Yes. So that's what I'm shooting for. It looks like I can do it, but you know, there's always a million other things that I have to deal with. Um. So we'll see. You know, it's going to be a uh, slightly larger format this time. It's going to be eight and a half by eleven. Oh, nice! So it'll fit in with your back issues of Cinefantastique and Fangoria really well. <laughs> I'm serious. You, you know you me know? so well. <laughs> well, you know. So it'll and what? It's going to have. Uh, it's going to be a two color comic. It's going to be uh, probably forty eight pages, maybe forty. Uh, we'll see how this last trip goes that I'm working on. Because um, I do want to make that deadline, but uh, it's probably going to be forty-eight pages. So it's a it's a hefty one. It's a big one for me. And you're self-publishing it this time. I'm self-publishing it. Um, you know, I'm working on distribution things, so it should hopefully be available to anywhere where people could get crickets two or issue one. You know, um, so five stores worldwide. Exactly, <laughs> five stores, three online or whatever. No, but um. Yeah, you know, it should be good. I mean, I've spent a long time on it. It's really dense. You know, I think anyone who's followed my work in the last two years has seen that, like, I've sort of made my panel smaller and smaller. (laughs) So it's 48 pages, but it's a lot of material. A lot of little panels. A lot of little panels, but that's, that's the thing. You start realizing, like, whoa, like, 48 pages of... You know, 50 panels on a page. That's not even enjoyable to read, you know? Isn't that kind of maddening? Try to break it up. Huh? Isn't that kind of maddening doing that after a while? Drawing small? Drawing a lot of small panels. No, it's starting to... I'm starting to find that it suits me a lot better, you know? Um, It means that I can can produce a little quicker. The the, the drawing style is a little um, more... uh, comfortable you know yeah it feels like like when i like the strip that i did for vice um you know i guess that's going to be in crickets that was done for crickets and for vice um you know doing that strip was sort of like in a way it was like the final nail in that coffin like this really suits me you know like i can do stories this way and i can you know because the deadline on that i had a week to do that strip to write and draw it and uh you know, I just knew I wanted to do something for them because I I was taking so long with my pages for crickets three, which are drawn really different. And then doing that strip and producing it so quickly, it was sort of like, wow, like it turned out okay. And it feels a lot more healthy. You know, mm-hmm. you got to enjoy your process with cartooning or with anything. You know, you got to enjoy the process of making something. Um, and not to say, you know, the whole issue is going to be super dense like that story. Um, but, uh, you know, a more casual drawing style, I think, is uh, the way it's going to go from now on, you know? Nice. And for me, that means drawing smaller. I know some artists can draw large, um, 
and still keep it not overworked or whatever. But I have a hard time with it personally. Now we don't have long left. Um, do you guys want to mention anything about the folks that are on the site and folks that are coming onto the site in the future and what we can expect? Um, well, we're we're waiting uh, right now. It's, I mean, they're listed on the site right now. We're uh, we're going to be the next few people that are going to be coming up. Well, okay, wait. Right now, we have on the site. Uh, it's five people. Oh, my memory's terrible. Okay, it's me, Sammy, <laughs> Ted May, John Porcelino, and who am I? Steve Weisman. Steve Weisman. Thank you. Um. And then coming up, we're going to have uh, Gabrielle Bell, uh, John Pham, and Ben Jones. And that's the sort of, like, immediate future. What kind of... We're going slow because, Mm. you know, I'm trying to... I don't want to go crazy with the website because I'm trying to do my own... I'm trying to actually keep up with my output as well so that I don't, uh, you know... I spent, like, three months building the website, and now I'm spending my time doing comics instead of just noodling on the website and uh so we're not doing you know it's not like this massive explosion of you know work uh it's just you know it's basically limited by the amount of time that i have to work on it which by the way um i am you know if there's anybody out there who wants to help out <laughs> um, you can just get a hold of me on my Red Ink website, and uh, and I would I, we we could definitely use some help doing comic production for the uh, for the website. Sammy, but um, right now it's limited by you know just how much my my personal time. <laughs> Are you finding a difference in your production speed now that you've kind of have an expectation to? post stuff up or placing expectation yourself to post stuff up? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, with a firm, you know, every week there has to be this page by this date. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm more, uh, I'm planning my time around doing comics rather than planning comics around, you know, all the other stuff I have to do. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it definitely has, you know, changed just my general, you know, day, how my day goes. And and that was part of you know that was a big another reason why I have have done it just so there's a you know firm deadline you know of my time and that was that was something that was important to me as well when I was putting the site together just making a strong line for myself. Did you have anything to jump in there, Sammy? You sound like you had something to say a second ago. Oh no no. Okay. <laughs> well, boys, I think we're at the end of our hour here. All right. Oh. I think we're getting attacked by the wind. Uh oh. Oh, was that? Did we lose Sammy? I'm here. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Thank you both for coming on, and uh, I look forward to uh, more comics. All right. Okay. Thanks, Robin. Thank you so much. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Uh, just a reminder, folks, uh, that was Sammy Harkham and Jordan Crane, and we were talking about uh, the new site that Jordan had put, has put together, whatthingsdo.com. Um, I highly recommend checking out. Both Jordan and Sammy are favorites of mine, and uh, I love the fact that you can go through and go through so many comics of theirs that you can't find very easily in stores, because stores are mean, um, or not enough stores are nice. Maybe that's it. Uh 
the the Vancouver Olympics coming up, so I am not going to be coming into the station for the next couple of weeks. Um, it'll either be a couple of old shows or something. I'm not sure yet. I did have uh, Deb Aoki, who does um, manga or about.com slash manga, manga.about.com. I can't remember. Um, one of those two. She's planning on putting together something with some folks to talk about some manga, which will be good because anyone that knows me knows I don't really talk about manga much. Um, and I'll be posting up some mixtapes. Uh, I've got one from Sam Gaskin i got to put together that I've been slacking on for several months now. And I just got one sent to me by Feral Del Rimple, which he made some amazing uh, cassette cover for. So that's kind of a kick in the pants for me to get it done. Uh, up next, Japanese Music Quest, and we out. <laughs> Yeah.